0: South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performance is drunk? Welcome to the new Soweto Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns. With me, Rem Smabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. One thing about being a journalist is that you are trained to be skeptical about everything you hear or read. And so it was when on Saturday I saw a tweet announcing that former president Jacob Zuma had been elected KwaZulu Natal chairman of the South African National Civic Organization, Sanko. (laughs) There is no way that Zuma could do that, I thought to myself. Sanko? Why? And worse, provincial chairperson. Not that it would have made sense to me if he had been elected national president. In my mind, this was the work of the haters of our former president. They were just trying to ridicule him and make him look like a desperate, sometimes idle, and clearly power-hungry old man who just did not want to leave the stage. Even if they did not like the man, they had stooped too low, I thought to myself. Even seeing his picture with a newly elected leadership all of them raising their hands in celebration, jubilation, and victory. It did not convince me. I, I promise you I was not convinced that this was a true story. <laughs> it turned out I was wrong. The news was soon confirmed by Zuma's number one cheerleader and own daughter, Tutuzil, who validated this development on Twitter. President Zuma is living his best life, Daddy's doting daughter, tweeted. The tweet was accompanied by a picture in a Senko chat. Who was I to doubt the authenticity of the story anymore? I mean, even the lame duck premier of Kwazulu Natal, Nomusa Dube Ngube, was in attendance. She was seen with a beaming smile, which she hardly ever wears when accompanied by her party provincial chairperson, Sponisoduma. At this point, I got myself wondering about a few things. Why? Why would Zuma do this to himself? Why Senko, a provincial structure nohal? How does a man who was stayed president for two terms? A man who once chaired the regional South African Development Community, The man who once sat on the first table of the economic and political bloc called BRICS choose to be elected to chair a provincial structure of an organization that cannot remotely be mistaken for a powerhouse? I mean, folks, this is a man with so much in his hands. This is a man facing numerous charges in different courts of law. A man who is still trying to stay out of jail to finish his contempt of court jail sentence. This is a man who, at least on paper, is very ill, even terminally so. But most importantly, Zuma is old, guys. What is he doing leading a provincial structure of a civic organization? What on earth could being chairman of KZN Sound could do for Zuma? I doubt it is even a paying job. But what do I know? You know, members of civic organizations tend to form a lot of local governments. And one thing most of you do not know is that it is in some of these far-flung councils where lots of money makes rounds, except... Most of this ends up in the pockets of the tinpot pot councillors instead of building houses, fixing roads, and making sure that the refuse is collected. Far from it being me suggesting that Zuma took the position to get himself in line for money belonging to some small municipality in a town between Norway and faraway. Zuma doesn't need the money, right? I mean, he's on a presidential salary for life. He still enjoys all the presidential perks, including being driven in armored convoys and surrounded by security. What on earth does he need Sanko for? Well, according to Tulani Kamede, who himself was elected treasurer of this KZN Sanko alongside Zuma, the organization elected the man because he aligned with Sanko's values and principles of economic and education transformation whatever that means. Kamede added that Zuma's age did not limit his ability to perform his duties and that he could still play a role in building the country. Hmm. At this point, I accepted that there are things I would never understand in life, especially where Zuma was concerned. I reduced it to the regularly exaggerated but never proven chess mastery of his. Maybe Just maybe this was a strategic king's gambit on the part of the father of radical economic transformation.
1: My laugh, my laughing is not hateful, it's healthy. Thank you very much for that. (laughs) And suddenly,
0: just as I was about to accept this as yet another crazy chapter in the history books of South Africa, the real Senko came out to denounce not only Msholoz's election, but the very legitimacy of the structure and the conference that elected him.
1: Comrade President Zuma is not the chairperson of SAMCO in Wazulu Natal. SAMCO in Wazulu Natal was launched on 12 June 2021. We've got Comrade Lawrence Dube, who's the chairperson of SAMCO in Wazulu Natal, Comrade Siso who is the of in Comrade Cizotele, which is myself, who's the provincial secretary of SAMCO in Wazulu Natal. As the only legitimate structure of Sanko in Wazulu-Natal, we were flabbergasted by the use that day was a provincial conference of Sanko in Wazulu-Natal. That was never a provincial conference of Sanko. Instead, it was just an illegal and unconstitutional gatherings, gathering of constitutional delinquents who practice what is foreign to Sanko.
0: Constitutional
1: delinquents?
0: Not again... How many times can Zuma be mentioned in these terms? Doesn't he get tired of such controversies? And how did these supposed delinquents <laughs> pull a wool over his eyes, which are normally sleepy? As if that was not enough, this charade was also attended by current Kozul natal premier, as I mentioned earlier, who herself seems to be a lame duck in that top office. I still do not get it. This is the former president of the Republic of South Africa, guys. I would understand if this happened to, say, Tapelo Ahmad. Tapelo who, you may ask? Tapelo Ahmad, the new mayor of arguably the richest city in Africa, the city of Johannesburg. I mean, we knew that the former mayor Mpopalasa was living on borrowed times, but none of us even with our wildest imaginations, would have imagined that last Friday we would wake up in a city led by the 42-year-old councillor from an equally unknown Al-Jamaa party. No, no, le- let me rephrase. Al-Jamaa is the ninth most popular party in the city of Johannesburg. This means that when the citizens of Johannesburg were choosing the party, they wanted to govern them. Al-Jamaa was ninth. Ninth, not second not third, damn it, not even seventh. Imagine if the guy who came ninth at the Comrades Marathon is named the winner and the gold medal was hung on his neck. But it happened. Ahmad beat Palazzo convincingly when he was elected by 138 votes ahead of Palazzo's 81. And thus he snatched the Meral chain from Palazzo's polished neck. And when he was asked about his plans for his first 100 days in office the man from prettier South in Soweto had this to say
1: Um, I'm looking at potholes right Um, we we need to identify systems that can assist human capital in terms of identifying those those potholes remember we are now on a digital era and there's technology the technology has has advanced so much so that there is a technology where you can use and it will deploy Uh, the data into um, the person who can then allocate and deploy the human resources to fill up those potholes. Uh So that can be achievable. I I believe so. It could be achievable uh, within the period of 100 days.
0: You see what I mean? Here's the guy who has just been handed the power to lead the so-called world-class African city. And all he can tell us is that he will be focusing his first 100 days on potholes. Idiot! therefore have made sense for me, for someone like Ahmad, instead of Zuma, to fall into the Sanko pothole. After all, he would gain better significance leading a provincial Sanko structure than being a sole councillor of a gloriously unknown political party in Johannesburg. Not Ngamala man. Not the man who, at the end of his term, wanted to stay longer in office to do his successor the favour of introducing him
1: to world leaders then we should have a situation where when the summit comes saddick i mean sorry uh, the BRICS, i should therefore be in a position to introduce you to the other leaders that this is a comrade who is taking after me so to also remove the perception out there that Zuma has been elbowed out etc so that they will work with you because some of them are my colleagues some of them are my colleagues and friends and that will be an important thing i also feel i need in in the au july uh, summit i must also introduce you because the perception in the continent is also distorted they think Zuma is being elbowed out because this thing that we are saying now it's been said and is known so that I, I am able to say, Here is my colleagues. Pre- new president, I introduce you. From this to chairing a bogus provincial structure of
0: Sanko, I call Naman. Yerr. Yes, yes. By the way, read more about the new, unlikely, and seemingly unready mayor of Johannesburg in your in today. Thank you for listening to this episode. Subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at Rems by the Horns. See you on Thursday. From me, Rems Mabote. Good night and God bless.